Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Boomer and Geo on The Fan and the CBS Sports Network. For the Bill Ford Talk Studio, Boomer Sison, Greg Giannotti. It's Boomer and Gio on the fans simulcast across the country on CBS Sports Network and wherever you are on the free Odyssey app. Good Friday morning. It is a feel-good Friday without football this weekend, but of course, next weekend it is Super Bowl 57, and that's where we will be spending the week out at the site of Super Bowl 57 in Phoenix with the Chiefs and the Eagles. And just as the show was wrapping up yesterday, I looked down at my phone as you were preparing to do your Saturday morning and your podcast with Mike Valenti. I said, what did Julian Love just say? I saw this clip. I said, what? Why would he do that? As he just trashes the Eagles head coach. Yes, the Eagles head coach that is coaching the team that absolutely crushed the New York Giants. He said Nick Sirianni was in for a free ride. Now, that's an interesting quote. Forget the Kelsey brothers. Forget Andy Reid and the Eagles. Julian Love going right after the head coach of a division rival. Whoa! We've got that. We've got a fun Knicks win. Plenty of stuff. I was a coach last night at a college basketball game. I will tell you about that as well. Good morning, Boomer. How are you? Hey, good morning, G. I'm doing great. As uh, So is R.J. Barrett this morning, by the way. Mm-hmm. A lot better after his last latest benching and came out and really proved that, you know, you got to keep the intensity up. You know, it's all about keeping intensity up, but it's hard to do that for an 82-game season regardless of uh, basketball or hockey. I don't know how, I really don't know how the guys do it, to be honest with you. And he got a little bit of a wake-up call, and then uh, the good news is is that he basically came back and uh, didn't let it affect his game. As a matter of fact, he took his game to another level, which which is good, which is really good. Uh, you know, the other thing, it's, it's kind of interesting. You were talking about... Um, you know, being this college basketball guy last night, yeah, this assistant coach with uh, Hofstra, mm-hmm. and I have to tell you, I- I'm watching the score on my phone, yeah, and I'm like, man, just win by four, win by four, because Eddie the pick shock, he picked Hofstra to cover, yep, and the number was three and a half, <laughs> and here you are with a free throw at the end of the game. <laughs> That, that actually pushes it to four. And yeah. I like I didn't know whether to be happy. I, I was really happy for you because I know this was a big thing for you last night. Yeah. But I was, I don't know, I was like, there was something 
satisfying about the whole thing. Oh, of course. You're telling me. I mean, it just was full circle. I was worried about the picks jockey because I didn't want people to be mad at Hofstra if they didn't cover and they weren't playing great in the first half. And this was a team that had beaten them. Towson the last time they met pretty handily. And then there was just this massive comeback. They were nailing their threes in the second half and they pulled away there at the very end for those who uh, wanted the three and a half. But what an experience. I'll, I'll tell you all about it as the show goes on. But it was just as, as cool as it gets to be on the bench and actually be a part of like everything the coaches did. They allowed me to be a part of every one of their pregame meetings, halftime, the adjustments in the locker room before the game in the locker room at halftime after the game to celebrate. So it was it was tremendous. And by the way, they're in first place now in the in their conference, the CAA. So very, are, very cool. You, you are such a front runner. It's not even Oh, funny. it's great. Yeah. Now that they're in first place, you're all over them. Yeah, I am 100% all over them. And uh, I'm now the good luck charm locally. I go to an Islander game. They were on a bad streak. And look at that. They broke that streak and they won. And they won two in a row. And uh, now they had a tough time with Towson the last time, Hofstra. I show up. Victory. I have now turned this whole thing around. Maybe that Vikings-Giants game has turned this whole mush thing around <laughs> for me. And all of a sudden, for the First time in my life, I'm a good luck charm. Gio's living his best life now, as oh. we uh, as we see, and that yeah. was uh, that was great for you last night. I mean, that was just great for us locally too, for that matter. And like I said, for Eddie the Picks Jockey, man, I was just <laughs> pleased win this game. So anyway, that was great. And uh, saw yesterday where uh, Aaron Rodgers said there's one team that he's definitely not going to. Yeah, the 49ers. That's right. Said that at Pebble Beach. Yeah, it wasn't the uh, yeah. Well, he's probably right about that simply because they're in the NFC. And he was direct, asked a direct question, and he gave a direct answer. Yeah, and I still think that he holds the whole draft thing against the 49ers, and he probably just never wants to play there. You know what? I mean... <laughs> I'm telling you, he's that type of guy to hold a grudge. You see? I, I, yeah, I understand. It's not really the organization that is there now that, that made those choices. You know, know what I'm saying? These are totally different people. And by the way... It's not the fact that he holds a grudge. He knows that Green Bay is not going to send him to the 49ers because essentially if he went to the 49ers and they figured out somehow to fit him under their salary cap, uh, then they would be the odds-on favorite to win the Super Bowl. That's right. So that's well, why would Green Bay do that? They wouldn't, and I don't believe that they would trade him anywhere in the NFC. So it reminds me because we talked all the parallels with Favre, and this brings me back to when you took me to my second Vikings-Packers Monday night football game. The first one was Aaron Rodgers' first start, and you were still doing Westwood, and you took me to that at Lambeau. The next year is when the Vikings had Favre. It was 2009 season. And I remember I was in the press box, and Ted Thompson, who has since passed away, and Mark Murphy, who is still there, were watching this in front of me. Green Bay GM and Green Bay president. That's right. So they're watching this, and it's it's Favre. He first played against them in the Metrodome. So this was the Metrodome, Minnesota. That was the first time Favre played the Packers. And I, when I tell you, I could see these guys, the veins in their head pulsating with <laughs> anger and just anxiety with what was going on because Favre had found his way not only back into the conference but back into the division with a team they couldn't stand and here he was having this season that was incredible and he's beating the Packers. These guys were absolutely livid about it and I got to see that with a smile on my face and I know that Mark Murphy is still there and there's no way if they can avoid it they are going to allow Aaron Rodgers to be 
be in the conference. If it yeah. works out some way where he goes to place for a year and then finds another way into the conference, maybe like Favre, but there is no way they're letting that happen again. Yeah, well, you know, for me, it's... Um, <laughs> It's it's just like if you're going to make a play for him, you got to make sure that he is in for at least two to three years. You have to. Like if you're the Jets and you're going to go after him, you have to. I mean, I you legitimately have to sit down with him and his agent and say, look, if, if we do this, you know, we got to make sure you're committed to this. You know, we we can't have this. You know, all you know, after every season, you know, this whole you're going to take your time and make your decisions. I mean, and if I'm Green Bay. In this case, especially, he is the highest paid player in the league. I mean, they can't really do any more for him financially or the way that they treat him or allow him to do whatever he wants to do in Green Bay. I mean, sure. I th- so so if you are a team that is acquiring him again, like I, I've been saying, you better make sure that he does what Tom Brady did for Tampa Bay, that he has immersed himself and he is all in. Because if, if you know, you're a year from now, the Let's just say a month from now, I'd say there's going to be major excitement somewhere if he gets traded. And let's say it's here in New York. And a year from now, we could find ourselves in the same situation that we found ourselves with Brett Favre. I, you could. You could end up, and then all of a sudden, he's gone. You're, all your assets are gone. And uh, you probably have some long-term commitment financially on your salary cap. I mean, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, it is. But I think that when you're recruiting someone like that, those questions are very difficult to ask, especially when you're talking about a temperamental person, like very sensitive person like Aaron Rodgers. Uh, the, the Jets, I can't see the Jets. If they had a phone call with him, I understand it's going to be tough with him under contract or whatever the way it works. If they ever get a chance to talk to Aaron Rodgers, Joe Douglas, Rob Sala, Woody Johnson, the upper echelon of the organization, I can't see them going... Are you going to be all in, Aaron? Are you going to be the I'm guy sorry, that's going to come here? To, they're not going to do that. They're going to be kissing his ass, you talking about to. how great it would be for him to turn I, around I, this organization. Honestly, I think you really be, you know, he's a businessman. He understands what's going on. He's 39 years old. And, you know, he didn't start his first four years. So he's basically, you know, got time left on the shelf. There's no question about that. But I I think you have to go in there and you have to say to him, hey, Aaron, we want you. Don't don't get us wrong. We really, really want you. We think that you're going to be the piece that's going to take us to the next level. We just need to know that if we're going to do this, that you're going to be with us for three years. We can't just say this is a one year and maybe you're going to leave or maybe you're not going to leave. I mean, we got to we I got to make sure that you are the guy. I, I don't, and I don't know why that seems to be so hard of a conversation well, to have. Because Aaron Rodgers is probably going to get offended by something like that oh, because he's Aaron Rodgers. Are you serious? Aaron. You're telling me I've been all in my whole career. And all of a sudden, what do you think? Well, I'm going to no, come there, you know, put Aaron. my feet up, I'm going to mail it in? You think I'm a mail it in type of guy? No, I, I didn't say you're a mail it in type of guy. I think that you're going to be in, at least when you get here, you're going to be into it. But I just need to know. That if we're going to spend the amount of money that we're going to spend and have to give you the guaranteed contract that you're going to want, then I just got to make sure that, you know, look, we, we got to be with this got to be smooth sound because there will be bumpy times. There will be bumpy uh, bumps along the road and they'll lose some games and he may get banged up or whatever. But I just got to make sure that I'm getting a guy that is committed. So he's 39 years old. He's relatively in good shape. He does have injury history. Yeah. Um, uh, he's a fantastic football player. He's a guy that you want to watch when you see him out there on the field. And it would be really interesting had he, if he does come here as a Jet. But again, I, I just, 
when you're thinking about what you got to give up and what you when, when you have to pay him and how and how you're going to pay him and how that could really disrupt your team moving forward, you got to make sure that he's going to be all in. I think I'm you sorry. have to. I think you have to assume that. What's he going to say? No. Like if he gets a conversation with the Jets and he goes, you know, I don't think I am going to be all in. I don't know. I'm a year to year guy. I just don't. You know, I'll play with you for a year. I don't. I have no idea. Well, then, you think then, the Jets then, are going to be like ah? You know, so you'd come to us, we could guarantee a year with you, Aaron Rodgers, when we're a quarterback-starved organization, but, like, I don't know if you're really but committed you know to next year, so then? we're going to say no? No, no, but you know what that does then? Then you go back to Green Bay and say, look, you know, he's, I, you know, we're not giving you two first-round picks or whatever you think you want for us to take Aaron Rodgers off your hands. You know, now all of a sudden the compensation looks a little bit different from the Jets' side of things. If you can't... I, I don't know why it's so hard to ask somebody that question. Are you in or are you not? Because if you're not in, then maybe we're, we need to move on. You need to move on, and we we got to go find he's out something the, else. I think he's earned the respect for that to be an assumption. That, that's uh, why. I, that's why I think it is. The guy's won MVPs. He's won a Super Bowl. I think when he's on the field, yes, the off seasons are crazy. There's no doubt about it. But when he's in that uniform, he is that guy that is all in, and he is trying to win, and he always has been that guy. And I think that asking him that question is sort of like, at what point in my career when I have taken the field have I looked like I'm not an all-in guy? I mean, it's not that long ago that I was the best player in football. And this past year, I might have been able to do it again if I didn't break my thumb. Yeah, sometimes at 39, I have these journeys in the offseason and I contemplate what I want to do with my life. But then I always end up coming back to football because that's what I want to do. So uh, are we uh, are we kind of saying that it's either going to be the Raiders, the Jets, or the Titans? Yeah, that those are the three that uh, make the most sense, yes. Now, the Tennessee Titans, I think, that's more of a, um, I don't know if he's got a relationship with with Vrabel, um, but that's more of a, we know he loves Nashville. He's got, he just was there. He's got teammates and former teammates that live there. That would be like more of a, hey, if I'm going to go anywhere, I'll go there. But they, they got some work to do to, to surround him with some pieces there. In the New York Jets roster offensively, and you can confidently say this, you know, and they know they got to do some work to their offensive line, but but they got legit weapons. They got two legit stars. You hope Brees Hall comes back healthy, but in Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall, and and I they are they are ready to go. And I you know Elijah Moore, by the way, with and Corey Davis with um, Aaron Rodgers. You think he's going to get the best out of those guys? It, it would be a completely different set of circumstances for them, and they they would be totally happy. Yeah, as opposed to bringing Lamar Jackson here. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I, I think that if he's talking strictly football, I know Devontae Adams is in L.A. I mean, no, Las Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. Los, he's in he's in Vegas. So that's going to be a huge to me. The bigger competitor is the Raiders, but not to get too much in the weeds financially here. But as we talked about yesterday, the, the one of the teams that does not have that cash to be able to just pay Aaron Rodgers $50 million is Mark Davis and the Raiders. True. Now, Woody Johnson said he would make that big financial commitment. So, to me, if he wants to go elsewhere, and we're talking strictly football and a team that can pay him, then it's got to be the Jets. But he's a different type of guy. Maybe he thinks that he can have control over what the Titans do in the offseason. He's got ideas. Maybe there's a couple of guys. Alan Lazard's a free agent. Maybe he brings him over there. I don't know. I'm not sure. But I would be more scared about the Titans than I would be the, the right. Raiders. Well, the other thing, too, is that Nashville and Las Vegas both 
No tax. No tax dates. Yeah, I got my W-2 yesterday. I was taking a look at that number. Um, I was thinking about that. Why, why do you want to do that to yourself? I it, I opened it up and I looked. You yes. wouldn't look? I, I know what W-2 it is. W-2 comes in the mail. You don't want to look at it? I know what it is. You guys look at your W-2s. You take a look. You just bring oh, it to I the look. tax guy. You got to look. After. I, 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 I know what that. it is. You do not look? No. He's got a wealth management team. Yeah, but also his wife handles his finances. No, but he's got a big, huge wealth management team. You Short saw them. wealth uh, partners. Yeah, yeah. Right. Red Bank, Red New Bank. Jersey. Right, yes. and they showed up at uh, the Garmani event, Garmani Boom, and I mean, there was this gaggle of people. There must have right. been like seven or eight people. So yeah, it came out of a Bentley, two right. Bentleys. 100%. Yeah, uh, so, but does does Marion look? Oh, yeah. Oh, she looks. Okay, so somebody's yeah. looking at it in your family. I mean, that's just what I'm so saying. So when you look at that number and you say, okay, so who are the jagoffs that we actually put in office to spend that money? Yeah. And just how are they, they spending it? And what are they trying to jam down your throat? Right. A, so the two things that yeah. I know they're spending it on yes. is a football stadium in the middle of effing nowhere, upstate New York, that'll be open for 10 dates a year. Okay. That's several billion dollars. Okay. And then they just pumped in, and I hope they do it right this time because it would be a good thing. They pumped in a billion dollars into mental health, but the last time that happened, it was the mayor's wife who was a part of some facocto organization that just put the money on fire. So if you're going to tell me you're actually going to do it right and help some of the people out there with mental health issues that are on the streets and everything else, that's great, but... I don't trust that you're going to use that billion dollars correctly. How about free hotel rooms and food? All right, exactly. Okay, how about yeah. that? You want to spend money on that, too? No, I, I don't. And the city is paying $90,000 a day to the Watson Hotel to be able to house the migrants. So, I think what we, a need nice to do, we, need to, we need to build up a, a hotel Why did you get ourselves? me on this? How did this I, I don't happen? Because you talked about your W-2. Well, I don't you know talked about I, taxes. I don't, how am I here now? Why am I talking about New York City finances? You put these idiots in office. They're the I ones didn't put these idiots in office. Money, I don't yes. vote for the New York City people. I live in Sayville, goddammit. Well, you also live in the state of New York. Yeah, I didn't vote for her. <laughs> What are you getting on me for? I'm not getting on you. I'm just, just kind of, you know, keeping it real. That's all. Man, oh man, oh man, you, 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 you dragged me right into the negative abyss on this Feel Good Friday. Well, you talk, it is uh, tax season, as you know. Yeah. Go to Tax Slayer. Do it for free. That's what I do. Oh, that's what you do. Yeah. You're doing your own taxes these days. Well, I, I got to be involved. I got to know what's going on. Well, you sitting there on like your iPad doing tax layer? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I just put the numbers in and kind of makes it pretty easy for me. Okay. All right. Awesome. All right. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? 
Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hi, Boomer Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Warm-up show from 5 to 6 every morning is on before us. It will also be in Phoenix from 3 to 4 in the morning local time. And I've got an Al Dukes and a Jerry Recco nugget. That's why I'm giving them the plug here. The Jerry Recco nugget is just simply, hmm. Jerry, I have no idea how you do what you do with these college basketball games. I know Boomer did it for a long time with Monday Night Football. All the respect there. But Jerry, with the traveling that Jerry's doing now, calling these games, I didn't do anything except like loiter, sit on the bench, and watch the other coaches coach. And I just sat there. Yeah, and it was thirty-five minutes away from my house, and I got home at like ten something, ten oh five. You're fired up. I mean, I was fired up because the game was over and they won, and it was great, and they were in first place, and I couldn't go to sleep. Yeah. And then I'm thinking Jerry does this all the time, and he's calling the game. What if they're like a big win? He probably never sleeps. So anyway, it's, it's, it's fun, isn't it, Boom? Oh, yeah. yeah. Great, yeah. <laughs> More respect to you for doing that all the time. Yeah. Uh, and the Al Dukes one, as I was uh, one eye open driving in this morning, uh, <laughs> this was the smelling salts for me to get going in my morning, knowing that we were going to have a good day and a great show when Al and Jerry are talking about uniforms and which uniforms the Chiefs and the Eagles are going to wear during the Super Bowl and how they need to think about that. People did remind me of the uh, color rush uniforms of Jets and Bills that one night, and blind people couldn't see it. Right. <laughs> blind people couldn't see it. <laughs> no, left blind out. people can't see anything. <laughs> he left I out mean, a word. Yeah, I know he did. <laughs> whoops. Whoops. <laughs> and I believe it was Eddie who went, color blind people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people did remind me on Twitter that blind people couldn't see those uniforms. <laughs> Thank you, Twitter, as I would have never thought about that. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> man, you make a lot of mistakes, Al. I mean, a lot of errors, oh, man. For sure, a lot, yes. of errors. a lot of errors. We all do. <laughs> Jerry, what's going on, man? We are brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com and by Jack Pocket. Play official state lottery games on your phone with Jack Pocket. So Julian Love made some uh, headlines yesterday as he was on NFL Network talking about the Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni, who was on his way to a Super Bowl. How about that? Here was Love on the job he's done. He's a guy who really is doing a great job because he's not getting his in the way of his team. He has an experienced roster uh, from top to bottom, offense, defense. You see this stuff, though? Like, what's your reaction as a player? And that guy's doing that. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it at all. I mean, he's even for a free ride right now. You guys can coach this team. <laughs> he's and he was, Wow. Uh, what they were asking him about was him looking weird into the camera at that point. Yeah, like basically trash talking into the camera, yes. Nick Sirianni, when things were going well for the Eagles during a game. And that's what Peter Schrager said. What do you think of this stuff? And Julian Love said not at all. And then right. it 
to, he gets a free ride, which is, it's just a dumb thing to say when that's the team that crushed you. And I think that the bigger point, not, not this year so much, but last year, in his first year, everybody thought that that team was rebuilding, that he was a buffoon, and he got him to the playoffs. Yeah. You know, what you got to realize about this team is you don't, like, people don't look deeper behind what's going on in this roster. This roster is a really young roster. And they are kind of in the midst of a turnover. Some of their older guys, like Fletcher Cox, maybe a couple of these other guys uh, on defense, Brandon Graham, mm-hmm. they, they may not be here next year. Or maybe they're here as part-timers, you know, make a little less money. But they have already drafted their replacements, or they have signed their replacements. It's a really young team, and that's going to be the issue that the Giants are going to face. You know, can they catch up to all of these young guys and all the great, you know, draftings that Howie Roseman has made over the next five years? They are really good, though. Yeah. They're They're young. They're young. Yep. Here's Brandon Graham. He would respond to love. A lot of people just mad because of what happened this season. I understand. But, yeah, I mean, it definitely carried no weight because, I mean, coach proved itself each and every day. And uh, if you're not in here, you really wouldn't know that. So it's just all lip service. No lip service. You don't don't win the NFC championship without a coach that knows what he's doing. I mean, I don't, you got to, you got to have organization. You got to have clear defined roles for your coaching staff and for your players. And you got to be able to organize all of it. And, uh, I don't know what the hell Julian loves. Yeah, I mean, and also the way that Jalen Hurts has matured and played, you got to point to the head coach there, too, don't you? I mean, nobody, it was a second round pick. Uh, people didn't think that it was a great pick by the Eagles, and they were wondering why the hell they would do it. Uh, he had, he didn't look great last year, and he came back this year. I understand with the addition of A.J. Brown does help a lot. And but, Devontae Smith. Yeah, but he was there the year prior. Yeah. But, um, he, <laughs> I mean, he really, really matured to an MVP candidate. I don't know. You, you can't not give any. A free ride is pretty strong. <laughs> not in the NFL. There are no free rides. You know, there, are, there really aren't. Yeah. I mean, so it, I think it's a little bit mischaracterization. And, you know, fortunately for Julian Love, he's going to have to hear about it. You know that every time they go to play the Eagles, this is what you're going to hear about. Yeah. I mean, think about the, the Chargers this year. Everybody thought that that team was going to be a Super Bowl contender, and they did make the playoffs. But I mean, it was very, very disappointing. Well, they should have been in Jacksonville. Right. And, the, and they didn't. But that that's a disappointing season right there for a team that had a lot of talent. They got Khalil Mack, Justin Herbert now. Look at this. I mean, Underachieved. So, I mean, is that, you know, was Brandon Staley given a free ride there and screw it up? I just, he's just pissed off because they got killed. And Nick Sirianni's <laughs> one of those in-your-face guys, and it's annoying. I get it. I've been like that. I try to, you know, the teams that I don't like, I try to tear down and make me feel better about myself, and that's what Julian loves doing. Meantime, this video was going around from the Pro Bowl games last night. This was Derek Carr on ESPN after, I guess, he played well and threw the ball well in this competition. Have you ever been that hot? In Las Vegas. Not that hot. Uh, it's probably why I'm going somewhere else. <laughs> People found that hilarious. Yeah. Not good for him. Being Which we honest. know. Yeah. We know he's uh, going to end up somewhere else. Um, where will Aaron Rodgers end up? That's a question that you guys were discussing to open the show. One city that has been ruled out that we found out with Rodgers at Pebble Beach yesterday. Hi, Aaron. Hi, Cole. You got any news you want to share with us? <laughs> Not going to San Fran. And that was as he was teeing the ball up. I guess a guy from the Golf Channel uh, who we were talking to. So, Niners out. Maybe, yeah. I perhaps. Mean, I, I thought that, see, that was the first time I heard that. I saw the headlines. Mm-hmm. I thought that he was asked about San Francisco no. directly. So, he went out of his he way offered to that. Say, 
Yeah, he went out of his way to say, I'm not going to San Fran. You know, the inter- I, I would think that there would be a lot of San Fran football fans out at that event. Yeah. So they're probably yelling at him and everything else. So maybe that's why he did it. Could be. I didn't get to see uh, much of that yesterday at all. Uh, reaction still coming about uh, Tom Brady, of course, as he is uh, retired, as we know. We know that Mike and Chris were on first take when the news broke. Uh, this was an ESPN host. Yesterday on first take, my Francesca had something to say about Tom Brady's legacy. <laughs> Francesca. Hey, 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 hey sweetheart. <laughs> Listen, I've been doing this for 150 years, okay? So you better get the name right. It's not It's not Francesca, it's Francesca, okay? So do your homework. I don't know how you made it here. I don't know how you got here. I have no idea. Probably been number one for 200 years. <laughs> And you and you do what? You, you're a nothing. You're a nothing person. <laughs> you, you you just no. you got no talent. You're a nothing person. No, you didn't say it. Get some ratings, sweetheart. Okay, get some ratings and then come back to me. Can I ask you a question? Oh, yeah. Uh, didn't you uh, call McGloin or McGloin, McGloin, McCluffison? Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Listen, I, I never said that. So you know, I never said that. I don't know. They just they manipulate audio. Those guys because they don't like me and they're jealous. They manipulate audio. So. I mean, you know, I'm on I'm on five hours a day, number one. You know, sometimes, I'm not saying I said it because I didn't say it, but you sometimes did say it. If I, I didn't say it. You did say but it. But if I did say it, it's just, you know, sometimes, it and listen, folks. You said it. There's more good moments in bed. I mean, you can't, <laughs> you can't be number one for 300 That's years <laughs> without, you know, being more good than bad. So, <laughs> all right, sweetheart. All right, toots. So, so get it right. Uh, so we know Funhouse has had fun with Mike. Yeah. He's gone after Colin Cowherd. Did you see yesterday what he what he said? The Jets uh, and Aaron Rodgers thing? No, no? the oh. thing with uh, Cowherd with the Nets. I did not Cowherd see this. Cowherd comes on and basically says, he's talking about the Nets Celtics. He goes, the Brooklyn Nets go to Boston. The Brooklyn Nets and KD go to Boston and they're down 46-19. Yeah, not good. Is he not how realize, do you not know he's he, not playing? Is he even paying attention? Well, the, just, but how yeah, do you not know yeah, that? the checks. Yeah, Kevin Durant's one of those national names right. you should be paying attention. You want to tell me Seth Curry didn't play? Okay. Sure. The uh, the one that I saw that Funhouse posted was, so last week he said, Aaron Rodgers is a great fit for the Jets. And then, like, yesterday he goes, Aaron Rodgers is a terrible fit for <laughs> the Jets. Come on. Really? Look, the video's up there. I didn't see that. It's That's like funny. a week apart. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> this is pretty funny. Uh, a warrant issued for the arrest, the arrest of Bengals running back Joe Mixon on a complaint of misdemeanor aggravated menacing. What allegedly pointed a, a gun. Like when I hear menacing, I, I just feel like someone stands next to somebody and goes, ah! <laughs> well, like, stop menacing. He might have done me. that, but I think he had a gun. Oh, 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 the oh, idea. So, oh But you. that said, the agent, his agent came out and said, we expect these charges dropped immediately because there's no basis to them. Okay. So we'll see. So hopefully that is true. Uh, Nick's heat last night, wild finish. Plays off the inbound, out of bio, Butler, Struess, and Hero. Next by the way, two. In the hands of Vincent. Butler looking, get it in, Hero, corner, puts up a three. Mike Breen on MSG 106-104 was the final. R.J. Barrett had 30 on 13 of 23 shooting. Julius Randle 23 and 10. And New York does hold on. No Jalen Brunson in this game. He was sick. Here was uh, Tibbs. Like the D in this one. The effort was was really good, strong. Um, Miami's been playing really well uh, for a while, so I knew it would be a good test. And a test that they came through with flying colors. Now, if you remember, Barrett didn't play the last several minutes the other night. A big deal was made of that. He didn't talk to the media, so he greeted them afterwards last night. Hello, everybody. 
<laughs> I'm talking to you guys today. Did <laughs> that with a smile too. Um, here was here was Julius Randall happy about finding out he's going to the All Star game, but he did have a question. It's a it's a team effort, man. It's a, a team honor. Only thing that really sucks about it is I think Jalen should be right. Where's here. Jalen Brunson? He should definitely How does he be not there. make it. I don't know. Disposition, I guess. I, I guess. I mean, even the TNT guys were were wondering why Jalen Brunson wasn't uh, on the on the roster. So hey, give him a rest, man. You know, yeah, it's yeah. Been a few days off. Fair Need enough. you for the stretch run. I'm fine with it. Jalen Brunson's been the best player, without a doubt. He should be there ahead of Julius Randle. Julius Randle, good for him, bounce back year. But I'd, I'd rather have my guys not. I mean, it's a, it's a ex, stupid exhibition nonsense. That too. This defense, stupid ass thing. LeBron had stupid ass thing. Such a stupid well, ass. By the way, aside, even the baseball one isn't great, but it's a lot better than these other three. Oh the hockey God. one, I don't know what the hell they're doing there. It's a skills challenge. Yeah, but they introduced a new some ridiculous thing this year. Did they not? Aren't I'm they sure playing they golf with hockey or something? Yeah, something yeah. Playing a different I, sport? Yeah, I don't know. In their all star, they have some new. What is it? You you know? Come on, are they playing uh, like a? They're they're shooting pucks off of like not off of grass, but on some sort of plastic surface with, uh, you know, hockey sticks. I think, and they're just trying to get it into a, the hole. Like, like what are we doing? Golf with hockey. It's like hockey pucks. golf. It's kind of like watching Derek Carr yesterday throw the ball out at the skills it's challenge. It's all stupid. Yeah, it is. It Every really single is. bit of it. Yep. Hockey's stupid. They're not going to play the game. Guys just don't want, they don't want to get hurt. Then that's eliminate all. it. Just call them pro bowlers and move on and all stars. Uh, TV yeah, guys are telling me it's called pitch and puck. They're, they're <laughs> you know, people are actually watching this stuff. Uh, you know, I, I found myself watching uh, senior bowl practice yesterday. That, well, that's I'm a loser. That, yeah. I could see that. Because those are the guys that you're going to see in the NFL next year and in their draft. Yeah. So that helps you out a little bit. Watching pitch and puck, not so much. <laughs> Lakers beat the Pacers 112-111. 26 for LeBron. He's 63 away from Kareem now. Um, I'll get into next hour the Cavaliers and Grizzlies because apparently um, Dylan Brooks is going after guys' groins. So we'll get to that next hour as well. Mavericks beat the Pelicans 111-106. Controversial ending because the officials admitted to two mistakes on one play, by the way, at the end. Pelicans upset about that. Luka Doncic at 31, but left with a heel injury. How about Giannis? 20 of 54 in the fourth quarter. Bucks beat the Clippers 106-105. Uh, and Hofstra, as G was there, a 76-72 win over Towson last night. Yeah, absolutely tremendous. And I was I was worried they weren't playing all that well. Towson was a bad matchup for them. But then they started hitting their threes in the second half. Aaron Estrada is their big player, so... Yeah, I'm way on. I'm the last guy on the bench I here. I see you. You see me celebrating. Yeah, yeah. Were you yeah. in the huddles? Yep, every single time. Yeah, I was just, I was out there. I So the coaches, they usually have one assistant coach that sits there and he gets down in the faces of the players. Sure. And then the rest of the coaches huddle up behind. Congregate. Yeah, and I was a part of the congregation. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Did you learn anything? Oh, my God, did I learn. I mean, I learned so much. Look at you. Look at you. It was, it was in the middle there, Liam. Yep. It was, uh, <laughs> it was <laughs> with the, dark pants. Yeah, I know. I was like, you should have told me to wear khakis. I didn't know that the, all the coaches were wearing khakis. Look, you're looking very serious. They're shaking hands. Yeah, yeah, hands. Shake, shake yeah. yeah good Look game, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good game. Say yeah, yeah. great game, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Give me yeah. one thing you learned. Um, about their game plan on how they doubled their Towson's best players. And when they did it, I thought was like was, when they ran to them. When they fascinating, like the just the what they saw on the offense, how they doubled. The whole bench had a code word for it, and I just thought that that's what impressed me was the fact that everybody had studied the tape, knew what they were doing, yeah. and when the bench 
saw what the offense was doing. They were all screaming. You know, they were going, next, next, next. And I was like, whoa. I was like, that's pretty cool. Everybody's locked yes, in. And they, good. they know what's Look happening. Look at that. Welcome, Greg Giannotti. You, you're, you're making a jumbotron. Assistant to the assistant. <laughs> yeah, assistant to the assistant coach. You know what's amazing is you're making jumbotrons all over the place. I know. This is my second jumbotron in a week. That's right. And that's me with the mullet and the guitar. That's the... Uh, the picture that they used. Speaking of the Jumbotron, yeah, that Pamela Anderson documentary. Well, I know everyone knows the story about where they they found her. Mm-hmm. They have all the footage in the documentary of that it night. Is tremendous. Is it a hockey game in Toronto or it was something? A football game. It was a football game. Football game or was a hockey game? No, it was a football game. Okay, yeah, pretty wild. Wow. That yeah. is that's cool. CFL game. It was. Yeah, yeah. I gotta check that out. Yep. Hear great things about that documentary. So far, so good. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. on the fan and CBS Sports Network. A couple of different things here on this feel-good Friday. One, I saw major action on the Southern State Parkway yesterday. Major action. Major action driving to the Hofstra game. So there's a guy, he's flying down the right lane. He's getting chased by Suffolk police. Now, if you know the ins and outs here. He probably stole a car. Hold on, maybe. But the Suffolk police, that's not their jurisdiction on the southern state. That's state police. So they obviously were chasing him from another road, and he got onto the southern state. And then I see him pull off. The guy pulls off to the side on the grass, gets out, and starts running into the woods. Yeah, well, there you go. Definitely ripped off the car. Running into the woods! And then I look at my rear view, and the cop right on his ass gets out and follows him into the woods. And I'm honking. I'm like, let's go! Get the son of a bitch! It was awesome! I felt like I was watching a movie! Yeah, maybe you were. I don't think so. I didn't see any cameras. But it was was great. That's a weird deal, the jurisdiction thing. You know, the state road versus the local road. The, uh, you know, then of course you have the, you know, like the LIE, which is a... Internet, which is the national road. Sure, right. You get some sheriffs that are there. Yeah, yeah, you get sheriff, then you get the person. highway patrol Tahoes. You get all that stuff. Uh, but yeah, I, I was thinking maybe this guy was like savvy enough to be like, I'm going to pull on the Southern State because you guys aren't technically allowed to be over here. Exactly. But they didn't care because they were in pursuit of a criminal. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it's probably one of these kids that comes to Long Island to steal cars. Yeah, most likely. Or he could have been a guy who did something worse and they were after him. And who the hell knows? He didn't want to get caught. But I was just, I, I'm sorry. Like, stuff like that makes me happy. I don't know okay, why. Well, that's good. But, like, it was just fun to see. It gave me a little little jolt. 
Because I was driving a Hofstra last night. Man doing his job, man. Damn right. Getting out and running. I like it. You know, what was the other thing? Um, oh, one second. I'll tell you. But I, I was thinking if I was that cop, I would just be like, all right, you know what? You want to run in the woods? Run in the woods. I'm going to take this car. I'm going to impound it. I'm going to figure out who you are. I'm going to release a German shepherd into the woods to find you. I'm not running. <laughs> like, if that were me, that's yeah. why all the credit to the uh, the cops that got out and run. All right. The other thing is there's a Chinese spy balloon over Montana. Yeah. So we have ICBM silos there, nuclear missile silos there. And, the, you know, the senators... From Montana are claiming that that thing should be shot down, and I agree totally, 100%. Did you see this story, Al? No, but this was, the, you know, the UFO people yeah. say that these things that are people think are UFOs could be these, like, spy drones from China. Yeah, or spy balloon. In this case, it's a spy balloon. Is that right? Yeah, a high-altitude spy balloon. Yeah, so shoot it down. What, what are we doing? Let me ask you something. It's not that high altitude because people are seeing it with their eyes and then they're getting close-up pictures. So what are these... Uh, shoot it down. I know shoot it down, so we obviously be able to shoot it down. I agree we should shoot it down. We should take it and look at all the footage or whatever else. There's, there's got to be a guy out there with a gun in Montana. Just shoot it down. What the hell? <laughs> I think that Jeffrey Starr I was talking to you about <laughs> yesterday is out there. Okay. Take his gun and his silencer and then shoot right up in the sky. I mean, yeah, so you have one of the senators from Montana sending a letter to Lloyd Austin, you know, the... Uh, Department of Defense saying, "Hey, what are we doing? Are yeah, we, are we, are we just sitting around doing nothing. Let's get this thing out of the air and let's let's get it down here. Let's figure out what the hell they're doing." Yeah, crazy. But this is obviously a fail by the Chinese. If we're seeing this spy balloon, wouldn't the point be this would be like a spy balloon you cannot see? Well, it is a considered a high altitude sky balloon. Well, so I'm enough. sure we have other things up there that are, you know, whether it be satellites or other things, you know, uh, knowing that these things are there. I mean, how, so. You're telling me, where did they release the sky balloon? Is this like, do they have someone on U.S. soil working for them that's releasing this sky no, balloon? I, I they would, send it all the way from China. Yeah, I would think so, yes. And the thing makes it all the way over here? They just control it like a remote control? Yeah, I would have to go a little bit deeper into the story to actually know where it came from. But I'm assuming, yes, that it probably came from Chinese territory and it was controlled and it flew this way. Man, it's, oh not, man. it's not like they just put it up in the air and let it go. I'm sure that there's a way to control it. I mean, all the really paranoid people out there now when they hear this are just going to be looking up at the sky every day. Where is this Chinese spy balloon? Where is it? I mean, it sounds like something out of sci-fi. It's basically unacceptable to allow communist China to invade our airspace. This is just another clear example of Chinese aggression. Uh, this was the GOP Montana representative uh, Matt Rosendale told Fox News, of course, uh, President Biden must start pulling, putting the American people first and recognize that China is a threat to our freedom, values, and way of life. Yeah, Eddie, do you know about this Chinese spy balloon? Have you heard about this? I have heard about it. Yeah. So how are we going to get rid of the thing? Shoot it down. No, but you shoot it from the ground. If it's high altitude, you go up with a plane. Either way. Take care of it. You know what we should shoot do? Shoot the damn thing down. You know what we should do? As well, we'll be close to Montana in Arizona. We'll go there, do our hot air balloon ride. Big we'll balloon fest. <laughs> we'll just grab it out of the sky and we'll bring it down to the we'll politicians. Take it down. Yeah, beautiful we'll balloons. Yeah, the Boomer and Geo show will take down the balloon over my Montana. Gigantic <laughs> balloons. Chinese sky balloon. This is nuts.
Well, they they're filming they're filming stuff. Yeah, of course they are. Just looking down, filming it, dude. They're right over the Air Force Base that houses those nuclear missiles. I have so many questions. I'm not going to have the answers to. Do we have sky uh, I'm US sure we sky do. balloons in China? I'm sure we do. I'm sure sky we have satellites, drones. satellites, drones, the whole thing. Huh? How come our stuff never gets found? That's good. We don't want it I to know. be found. I guess but we're smart. But who says that we, it hasn't been found? Like how? Do oh, we because not? it would be a story. I'm sure we'd know about it. I guess so. I don't know. I think, I think there's a lot of things we don't know about. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.